What's up, everyone? Scott Bunn here. Another episode of Finding Your Place, episode seven. You know, right before we aired, I was just looking around the room and just major appreciation for the guys that's helped me put this together. Weston, Logan, um, man, this place, I'm just, I'm just in awe of this place. I appreciate the work you put in on this place. To have guests like Ezekiel and everybody that that is saying yes to us that want to come on and be a part of this thing. And we've got some great shows lined up in the future and uh, some major like um, Virginia Tech folks coming on. And I'm just excited. So um, I just had to get that out. But today we have Ezekiel Reed in here about his goatscaping business. And I just um, I appreciate you being here. And just tell us just tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, I was born and raised here in Kirshensburg. Um, yeah, I was born and raised here in Christiansburg and, uh, you know, I helped on the family farm as a kid. Um, you know, I, um, so graduated Christiansburg high school. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what year graduated, uh, Christiansburg? Uh, class of 2019. 2019. You're a young guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, starting out young. Right on. Uh, so you got the farming experience. Where's 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 the farm you grew up on? Is that was that in Christiansburg? Uh, yeah, that's hard to find a farm in Christiansburg. Well, see, I had a uh, family uh, family farm out on Mud Pike Road. Okay, um, I like my father lived over there and his, his family, and of course, I I lived in Christiansburg. Yeah, I um, I was down there uh, on the weekends and all that. Gotcha. Um, so what kind of farming was what what kind of farming did you guys do? Uh, we did, uh, it's cattle. Okay. Uh, they also grew hay on the side, but I wasn't too involved with So cow that. farm, hay, yeah. stuff like that. Right on. Well, this is very interesting, the goatscaping. Tell us about goatscaping and um, what it, what is goatscaping? Goatscaping is uh, utilizing goats for, uh, for clearing out uh, invasive plant species or unwanted species. In areas uh, either environmentally sensitive or um, like uh, like in areas where it's too dangerous for machinery and uh, like like with people and machinery to go and uh, in rocky areas and uh, it's too too steep areas where you know it could be dangerous to operate machinery. Or, gotcha. Uh, walk on. So it sounds like there's some thought behind it. it. Sounds like sounds like you put some thought behind it. Like how did you how did you even come up with the idea? Or is this a, is this an idea that's gone on for a long time? And you just like you know I like that. I think I can make that work. Like just tell me about that situation. It's a, it's a little bit of both actually. Um, you know I w- I have friends down in uh, uh, North Carolina. They they have a hundred acre farm uh, and they practice a. Uh, holistic management uh utilizing the land and uh trying to do it in a uh try to like a herbicide freeway and all that and uh i i I was talking to them they said hey you should start a goat grazing business up there and uh you know i was like that wasn't a a bad idea and i started looking into it and you know it seemed like a wonderful idea you know there's not too many people in this area doing it can't imagine anybody else is doing it no uh i like I get calls from North Carolina, the person who uh, did that area, they they actually recently retired, and I've been getting calls from West Virginia, the uh, 
closest folks I know is um, Goat Busters up in uh, Charlottesville. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. So, so, so you gotta, you, you travel. I mean, obviously you Uh, gotta, you gotta get on, I mean, you gotta go wherever the business is. Like, this is like a good little hub, I would say, to get to wherever you need to get. You know, if, if you gotta go, you know, hundreds of miles to provide your service, um, you know, I think it's pretty cool that that's going on here in the New River Valley. You don't have any New River Valley clients, do you? Oh, I do. Um, actually, that's mainly what I've been focusing on. Yeah. Sadly, I haven't been able to uh, serve the clients that have been calling me further mm-hmm. away. Gotcha. And, but I want to get to that point where I can. And um, well, it's, it's great that you're covered up by local business where you don't oh, yeah. have where you can turn that away. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I, I, you mentioned about uh, like the history of goat yeah. uh, scaping. Right. Uh, it mainly started on the west coast. Uh, a lot of people were using them for uh, fire vegetation uh, to help prevent fires and keep underbrush down gotcha. to prevent them from turning into larger, uh, larger fires. And you know, doing this across thousands and thousands of acres using human uh, labor. That would be extremely tough, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, hard-to-traverse land over there as well. Uh, if you've ever been on the West Coast, and yeah. uh, goats were the perfect perfect strategy for that. And uh, So they can get on cliff sides, and, like, you know, they can go into, uh, they're like, an, like uh, the all-terrain animal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right on. Well, um, you know. So, so you had the farming experience, um, you know, you've got some clientele here in the New River Valley. Um, like how big is your operation? How big is your operation? My operation currently is small. Um, I currently have about 12 goats and I actually have four sheep as well, which, uh, I guess later we can talk about why, why I also have sheep as well. Um, but currently I, I'm doing, uh, smaller residential projects. Uh, eventually I'm wanting to get into larger commercial projects as well. And, uh, you know, doing multiple acres at a time, but most of my properties I've been dealing with have been, uh, under an acre right now. Right on. And, and what's a, what's a typical fee? You bring a couple goats out there. How long does it, how long do they have to stay? And like, what's the charge for that? Uh, typically they, uh, I try to keep the goats, uh, well, it's kind of a, Case-by-case case basis, maybe? Case-by-case, case, exactly. Um, goats will... Uh, it's hard for goats to, like... Sorry, I, I lost my point. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very different for each place. Um, you know, due to vegetation densities and all that stuff, some gotcha. places might not have as much. And sometimes, like, the vegetation's taller as u- than usual. And... Um, you know, so mainly you, you kind of have to go off to go off a uh, basis, almost a, a guesstimate in a sense. Um, so, like, if you if you have a piece of property and you know it's a couple acres and you're gonna have to bring two goats and they're probably gonna spend a couple of days or a week, like it's about the time that they take that. I mean, you would anticipate that they could get through whatever they got to get through in a certain amount of time, and then you base that and try to create a price for it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, typically we go with uh, 
$50 a day for uh, New River Valley. Um, and uh, plus setup fees and uh, labor costs for insta- installing the fence and the... Uh, okay, gotcha. So you put, you put a fence around the perimeter that the goats will work in. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's solar, solar powered and, uh, you know, keep, keeps the goats in as well. Gotcha. Without, uh, so you're not letting them wander off. No. They would, they, they would probably wander off, right? Uh, sometimes <laughs> we do have escapees, but, uh, these escapees, they just hang out outside the fence. And, uh, oftentimes they're just looking at me like, let me back in, you know, because they don't want to leave the herd. Uh, they're very social animals. Okay. Gotcha. So they don't, they're not, they're not just going to be alone. You know, like just wander off alone. Yeah, like th- they would be a pack. It would be a decision that the pack makes. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um. So, so you're raising them. You're obviously like you know you you're trying to generate as many of these things for you to to put out there as uh, possible. Tell us about raising goats. Uh, raising goats. Um. Let's see. Uh, raising goats is um. It's it's kind of almost easy, but also difficult. Right. Um, how many? How many can like, you know, how many goats can? It's just one at a time, right? It's like a nine month pregnancy, like humans. I think it's about a hundred and fifty days. I'd say, give or take. Gotcha. Um. So pretty long. Yeah, I I usually breed them in. Uh, Last year, I bred them in September, I think, and they were, I had them born around February or March or so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be breeding them later this year to get more warmer temperatures for them. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. I mean, how, how many, you know, you know, me being a real estate guy, how many acres do you think you need to, you know, really run goats, like to breed and like, you know, bring goats to maturity and like do what you're doing with them. Like how many acres do they sit on? Like how many, like, what do you got them on? Right um, now? I keep them on about, about three acres. Yeah. Uh, they do have access to like a, a larger hundred acre farm, but, uh, I don't, uh, I, I don't typically keep them there because it's just really steep and it's just harder to deal with them. So, I feed them hay and all that stuff. Um, so it's a, almost like a lot because mo- most of the time they're gone from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically for goats, you could keep around six to eight goats an acre, mm. but there there is like a, a caveat with them. Uh, see, goats are more of a, a browser versus a grazer. Uh, they prefer bushes and... Uh, other broadleafed uh, plants where like such as a rose or poison ivy or um, uh, autumn olive. And uh, when it comes to grasses, uh, typically they don't like to eat off the ground. They're, they are much more susceptible to worms and parasites, which uh, hibernate in the ground and uh, also have eggs and all that stuff. So uh, it gets a little bit more risky when you raise goats on pasture. Gotcha. So, uh, and they, and they need shelter, and you got barns set up and stuff like that, or do they just lay out in the in the weather like cows? Uh, I do have trees for them to shelter under, and I also did uh, have a uh, a cattle panel. Uh, I bent cattle panels, and I made like a tent with it and put a tarp over it. Uh, that was like 
maybe like a two hundred dollar shelter. Nice. So it 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 wasn't wasn't bad, but the the only issue with that was they started figuring out how to climb it, and they just they destroyed just, it. Yeah, they destroyed it. I, you, you can't have anything nice with goats. <laughs> um, right on. Well, um, so I mean, obviously goats would be more environmentally friendly, you know, like if you didn't want to burn gas and, you know, uh, put emissions in the air and stuff like that, um, you would, uh, you'd think goats is more environmentally friendly, correct? Yeah. Goats are definitely a lot more environmentally friendly in a lot of aspects, um, such as like less noise and, um, you know, of course there's less pollution. You don't have to worry about using, uh, large machinery which it can also tear up the soil and uh, cause erosion and um you know there's also just not as much of a environmental disturbance you know um say if you take a brush hog or uh, have you ever seen those forestry mulchers yeah uh those could definitely uh tear up habitats for animals um you know if there's like deer in there or something like that 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 would be very unfortunate and turtles and all that stuff, uh, tortoises. Uh, it'd be hard for them to escape from such a thing, and, you know, goats won't bother them. Right. And so uh, environmentally sensitive areas uh, are definitely a lot more that they're more open to benefits from goats than uh, uh, heavy machinery. Right. Do you think it's more cost-effective to use goats than it is to to use the modern equipment? Uh, I think goats on a larger scale are typically, uh, more cost effective, especially over, uh, thousands of acres of land, yeah. uh, like in, in, on the West coast, uh, when it comes to residential projects, uh, I'd say it's about the same. Yeah. Um, but, uh, if you did have a steep hill, uh, like a steep rocky hill or something like that, I think that's where you see a cost benefit right about uh, using goats gotcha so so if it's just a regular little postage stamp flat it might not be as a cost effective but if you've got uh, a rocky situation or you've got some some mountainside or a cliffside or something like that that would put wear and tear on your equipment the goats would be yeah. the way to go like um, there, there's like uh, some new machinery out like a uh, robot uh, robotic uh, slope mowers. Like these, these seem like a great idea and all that, um, but the blades—if you put those blades on a rocky slope, you know you—you'll probably lose your money having to replace those blades and all that. But that won't bother goats at all. And in fact, they like to play on the rocks and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> um has uh, have the goats ever been too full to finish a job? Like, like do they do they get just tired of? grazing or whatever it is um i've only had that issue with uh jobs where i've had them uh eat grass really they like is like if you see if they start seeing uh broadleaf plants outside of the fence uh they'll, they'll be a little bit more angsty to escape and gotcha. all that uh but otherwise they've never been too full to finish a job uh, because that they pretty much that's what they do full time is just eat 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 uh, due to the low calories that uh, plants have so they have to eat a lot right to get through a a day so they can get distracted if something else is getting their attention outside of the field 
uh, that you set the parameters that you set, they can get distracted and not and not get into the job at hand. Maybe that could be. It's a possibility, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a possibility. Uh, normally, my goats are uh, trained. I've only had maybe two or three escapes yeah. last year, and uh, this year I haven't had any. Yeah. Um, and are goats trainable? Like so, like you said, you know, like if they're not, if they're being distracted on something, can you like check them and and get them back to work? Uh, no. Well, like the main distractions, I think that could really like be a concern to them is mainly like predators such as like a dog barking at them or uh, a bee's nest that they might find uh that could easily uh distract them they might not uh, clear out an area due to uh like a pressure like that gotcha Um, so they might avoid something they think is a threat yeah gotcha um gotcha I got I got a a question about goat yoga. What is goat yoga? Uh from what I I'm not too uh informed on the topic, but from what I've seen it's uh people using goats as a kind of a therapy in a sense to help goats well, not help goats, but help people uh relax and uh you know the there, there has been studies that prove that goats and other animals can uh, release oxytocin and uh, other things that uh, benefit the human body. Gotcha. Interesting. Like the, they definitely help uh, help emotions and all so, that. So, I mean, a goat as a pet is a is a goat. Uh, I mean, you do see people getting goats as pets. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing that uh, lately. Also, you did ask a question about goats being trainable. Yeah, I forgot to get get to that. Um, so goats, they're they're as smart as a dog, actually, and you you can train them in a sense. Uh, you can't potty train them though. They they can't control their bowel movements, which is <laughs> that's another thing with goat yoga. Uh, it you you gotta accept that there there's a risk right there, <laughs> but. It's it's mostly just pebbles, so right. it's nothing that would really stick on you. Um, That's hilarious. And uh, what was the other question you asked earlier about pet goats? Yeah, yeah, pet goats. That's right. Uh, yeah, I've been noticing uh, pet goats have been becoming a increasing trend. I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, it's been coming. They've been coming pretty popular. Right on. Um, if people want to get goats to help maintain their property, what are some advice you'd give them? Uh, I would say not get goats, actually. Um, because another thing I mentioned is, you know, with goats, they will slowly eradicate a plant species, especially broad leaves. Yeah. Uh, grasses can recover a lot better, and eventually that's what you'll have in your fields or uh, where, where you keep the goats on your property. Yeah. And uh, that's where, it, when it comes in, where sheep will be more beneficial for you to take care of a property over goats because eventually the species that, uh, like, uh, the goats will eradicate them, especially uh, autumn olive and all that that might be growing on your property. Gotcha. Uh, sheep are uh, grazers and browsers. They will eat stuff that's closer to the ground uh, while goats prefer stuff above the ground mm. and uh 
they're also less susceptible to escaping as well. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're they're less mobile. They're they're less um, capable, probably. Right. They don't move as well as a goat. Right. Yeah. They uh they can jump, but uh, and that they're used to like they they also traverse the same terrain that a goat will, but uh, they're they're less uh, susceptible to escaping. Yeah. They they just go with the flow. Gotcha. How are you? How are you trying to um, gain awareness around your business to get more to get more business? Uh, I have been uh, mainly using word of mouth right yeah. now. I've been wanting to get into uh, advertising yeah. and all that stuff. Um, I've been using a Facebook page, and um, I, I'm still setting up a uh, internet page as well. And there's also um, rent. What's the, what's the website called? There, there's a website uh, that I also use as well, and it it puts you on a map for uh, goat goat rentals near you, pretty much. Oh yeah. And I've been getting a, a lot of um, uh, a lot of work from that. Right. I always ask this question because I want to know if every one of my guests is on TikTok, and I think your I think your business would be interesting to do on TikTok. So Yeah, uh, I've been uh, meaning to get a TikTok. It just hasn't been at the top of my list lately. Uh, still trying to set up all the administrative and all that yeah. sort of stuff in my business, getting it organized. Uh, but I definitely do want to get started on a TikTok. Yeah, that you know? social media stuff is like the – it's free. It, it'll it'll boost you out there. It'll, uh, it'll bring awareness to you that you need. I'm just – I always encourage – um, I always encourage my guests if they're not on these things and they're trying to get attention, uh, that's the best place to go get it. Oh yeah. yeah. And what just the goats, you know, if you have them out on a property, especially in a oh, town, man, I bet, I bet there's some hilarious moments like of like the goat eating some kind of crazy stuff that you could capture and just blow up. So, oh like, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the craziest thing you've seen the goat eat? They, I've seen them eat thistles, uh, just spiky thistles, and I'm like, how, how are you doing that, man? Like, how, <laughs> how is that not cutting up your tongue? Right. And uh, it, it's amazing what they can do. And, you know, they, they can survive off some very weird-looking plants. Right. That That is uh, – I, I would like to see that in action. We're going to have to come out and, like, check that out one day. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, man, I gotta, I'm going to transition into a segment we call Myth or Facts in Your Field, and I'm just going to read a statement, and then you're going to say if that's a fact or a myth, and like just kind of go deeper into what you know about this statement, okay? So goats can clear out poison ivy. Uh, yes, they can. In fact, I did it pretty well uh, on some jobs. Uh, I have some before and after pictures if uh, you'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, send them our way. Um, so they, so that, that's a big, that's probably a big deal where humans don't want to touch it. They don't course. get it wrapped up in their equipment. They don't, uh, and send a goat in there and clear it out. Cause they're going to eat it all. Right. Oh yeah. That's they, the uh, they enjoy it. Uh, another thing though, is, uh, it takes about two or three years of bringing the goats back mm. in order to completely eradicate and, um, uh, weaken, a, a plant gotcha. to, uh, especially the perennial, species that come back year after year yeah so it sounds like sounds like you're really educated 
about the thing. How did you how did you go about getting so educated about what you're doing? Well, uh, I found me a mentor on the subject. Uh, uh, Knox Goats in Knoxville. The guy's been very helpful with me, uh, Keith Bridges. I've been very grateful to have him. He's given me all kinds of tips. And there's also other uh, uh, goat renters in the community. Uh, so there's actually a community that you're a part of and you, yeah. you get to learn from and talk with. Oh, yeah. Like we that. like well, we're all learning yeah. because this is just a, such a new industry mm. and all that. We're trying to get established. We've been around, uh, I think, like the earliest media coverage of goat uh, prescribed grazing. That's what we call it. Yeah. It has been around 20 years, 25 years or so. Cool. Right on. All right. Next one. Goats will eat anything. Cans, shirts, anything. They'll eat anything. Uh, they they will nibble on stuff like that. Uh, they might uh, bite at your shirt or pants or something like that, but I've never uh, seen them like, actually eat it. I think it's more just out of curiosity, like, huh, what's this? Right. Over, you know, oh, this is food. <laughs> and uh, they, they can eat. They will eat, like, woody debris and, like, straw and all that, if they really, if they need like a roughage uh-huh. in their uh, in their stomachs and the rumens, they have four stomachs. Wow! Uh, if they if they need that to help digest uh, their food and all that. Cool. All right, goats are aggressive. Uh, males in the rut season, which is about the same time as deer around here. They, they can get particularly aggressive due to the testosterone in them. And maybe some uh, more dominant females in a herd, uh, they, they can get aggressive as well, especially if you, there's no uh, respect established uh, between you and the, the herd members. Gotcha. Uh, what, what we do sometimes if a goat is being an uncooperative and, like, you know, wants to headbutt me or anything like that, is I'll uh, flip them over and uh, hold them there for about uh, as long as they um, uh, until they stop struggling, and then I I let go of them and uh, let them get up and walk away. Uh, it's a uh, it's like the lowest stressful like the least stressful way to uh, make uh, make respect between me and the. The goats. Gotcha. So you're you're looking that that's like your dominance over them. When you do that yeah. to them, then then they they just get out of all their energy, and then they finally calm down, and then you yeah. can let, and then they'll just go away. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'd like to see a video of that. That would be viral TikTok content oh, right yeah. there. <laughs> all right, goats are tough to contain. They can be um, as typically as long as you can give them what they need and. Uh, and if the pastures aren't greener on the other side, uh, they, they typically stay in. You know, sometimes there is times where they get curious and they want to get out. But as long as you give them their food and water, uh, they usually don't escape. Now, if you keep them in the same place uh, and you, you don't have them, like you, you do need a, a lot more of an intensive fencing setup versus sheep and cows yeah. for goats. Uh, because that they can get crafty about escaping, but uh, like electric also works really well with them. Mm. Uh, but typically, I never have escapes, 
especially when it comes to uh, as long as I'm giving them uh, all they want to eat yeah. and all that. Sure. Um, only male goats have a beard. Uh, they can all have beards, uh, even the females. I have a couple of females with beards, actually. Hmm. <laughs> all right, so we're going into the next section here called Behind the Picture, and Logan's going to put a picture up here. You're going to tell us where this is and what's going on with this picture. Uh, so this was a job we did earlier this year in uh, Floyd County. Uh, we were helping clear out uh, vines and the rocks and, and these boulders right here where, you know, it was hard, kind of hard to traverse. Like that was like, a, I say that those rocks were about 14 feet high. And um, the goats were uh, clearing out the vines inside of them and all that. To make, so, so they're going to get down in there and they're going to clear that out? Or no, like, like that's just yeah. wood. That's just wood, right? Yeah, like, that wood right there had a, had a bunch of leaves on it, actually. Okay. Uh, I wish I could have had a... A better uh, before picture of right. that, but uh, that they can definitely do some damage. Gotcha. So obviously they're not going to get the wood. It'll be on maybe the owner to come back and clear out that wood. Yeah. Okay. But they just got all the vegetation off of it. That's pretty awesome. And and how many? So I see two goats here. Um, is that all that took to clear this thing? No, I had uh, I had about. Ten other goats on the property. Uh, these were these two were uh, kids uh, from this year, actually, uh, that were uh, going around and you know they're they're playing. Yeah. They, they love to play on them rocks. When I was uh, down in this job in Floyd, gotcha. That's pretty cool. All right, well, um, that's pretty much the show. You know, we'll, I appreciate all the information. You know, we want we want to help boost you and, and put you out there. That's why we had you on here. We're we're trying to bring the local business community um, here and and push their content and help them grow. So hopefully, you know, this can be a, a launching point for where you can maybe use some of this or get some awareness that uh, you might not have had otherwise. And um, I appreciate you being on. You know, where, where can people find you? Give them your contact information. Um, direct them to wherever you want them to go. And then we'll just kind of wrap it up. Uh, so, yeah, um, my number is 540-835-4282. Uh, I also have an email, uh, Ezekiel Reed at BlueRidgeGoatscaping.com. Uh, the website is currently down. I'm still trying to find someone who can work on that for me. Yeah. And um, let's see. I, I also have a Facebook page. That's uh, what's uh, what I've been mainly active using right now. And I also uh, receive messages from that, which I, I'm uh, happy to answer any questions that anyone has uh, if they message me on. That. Honestly, Facebook, you, you can get to where you can get a, a long way with just Facebook. You oh, know, yeah. just just pushing content daily, and you know, taking taking good pictures and. And putting that stuff out there on a daily basis, that's really how that's really how I developed my business. You know, I was just giving positive content. I would I would layer that with real estate stuff and and here we are. You know? Yeah. So like, you know, any anything that we can do to inspire you or give you advice, like check in with us if you have questions. I mean, I develop websites, you know, Weston Weston and I are collaborating in a major way to kind of do the things that you need to do. Yeah. So if you ever have any questions Certainly use this as a resource. Um, we'd love to help you out. Okay. And, uh, man, I really appreciate you being on. 
Um, as things as things progress, keep checking in with us. Yeah, you know, I'd love to come and see. You know, be on site one day and like get some content. You just out there with you one day, so we'll okay. we'll keep uh, we'll keep in touch. All right. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. All right. So next week. We've got one of our very special guests coming on, Jesse Shout. She's a real estate client of mine that bought uh, a property that is pretty much like her dream property. I'm excited to talk about that and talk about her flower business uh, that she's developing on that property. So tune in next week. Uh, if you have any comments um, for Ezekiel, put them down in the comment section. Uh, please like and subscribe and share our content. And we appreciate you guys watching and we'll see you next week.